0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on
1: BICBP-radio.com.
0: What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this is Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the nightmare, and as always, my friend The Rotten Jack. What's up, buddy?
1: Hello. What's going on? Oh, not much. Sorry, we missed you guys last week. Uh, but you know, we're busy worrying about stuffing our faces.
0: Yeah, and uh stuffing our faces and getting a lot of traction on our common debauchery cup series that I'm running on my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I wish Facebook would get its head out of its ass because I would love to be able to run an actual poll on there to create, you know, more, uh, more interaction on our actual like page, not just,
1: you know. Right. But uh,
0: we're doing pies
1: currently. Did you catch that? No, I didn't.
0: Oh, yeah. So we moved on to, uh, we originally did. Let me pull it up.
1: Thanksgiving sides, which stuffing one.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that. No, no. Well, we originally did candy bars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which Reese's won. Yeah. And then we did the turkey sides, which was actually a 16 thing bracket, which was not easy to fit onto a graphic. (laughs) And that came down to mashed potatoes and stuffing on one side. And gravy and green bean casserole on the other with stuffing, knocking off mashed potatoes and gravy, knocking off green bean casserole and then stuffing, taking home the common debauchery cup.
1: Listen, man, I told you stuffing is where it's fucking at. I can tell
0: you that our part-time sometimes co-host, Alley Cat, was not happy with it. Well, that's fine. The people have spoken. Uh, and now we're doing the common debauchery cup for best pie. Uh, pumpkin took on banana cream in the first round. peanut butter cream, uh, peanut butter pie is take took on cherry pie. Blueberry is currently taking on chocolate cream and then we'll have apple
1: versus pecan tomorrow. Blueberry is getting smoked by fucking chocolate cream or chocolate pudding pie. Yes, it is not close. yeah not even i think it was like 75 to 25 percent, something like that yeah 76 24 uh yeah listen don't get me wrong i like a blueberry pie but if i'm choosing between blueberry or like chocolate pudding i'm taking the chocolate pudding pie i mean i feel like you have to right right yeah that's gonna be difficult for me though because like pumpkin Banana cream and chocolate pudding are my top three favorite pies. So it's really going to come down to who's got to face who. Um,
0: yeah, I got to find a way to add that other one on there. But yeah, um, I I love this. I'm going to keep doing it. So
1: it's a lot. Yes. It. it's
0: getting We're getting like close to 50 votes on it now. So and that's impressive for our social media for comedy botry yes yes it really is because apparently a lot of like a lot of people like hearing us talk but they don't like interacting with us on social media which you can find us on social media go to common debauchery on facebook like us and we will post more shit on facebook i promise
1: yeah the more you act and interact with us on social media the more we will post but if y'all aren't taking the time to go to our social medias we're not really putting the time in to do the social media stuff because y'all ain't there.
0: Well, and that goes two ways. Like, if we put more time to it, I'm sure more people would come. But, um, you know, this is, it's tough. Like, one of the best things that we can do on a show like this is these polls, and Facebook doesn't have that option. Right. Uh, they they do have the option on their stories, like I'm doing them on Facebook, but nobody watches Facebook stories.
1: Nobody. I didn't even know Facebook had stories, to be honest with you.
0: Exactly. Um, So, since the last time we've been with you guys, and this will stem me into why I picked the topic that I picked today. Um there's a very very tragic thing from our childhood that happened. And I'm going to predicate this with um you probably heard at the start of the show cuz that's where I'm going to put it when I edit this. Uh the Dragon Dagger yes, the Dragon Dagger Chime. Jason David Frank. Rest in peace to the OG Green Ranger. Um, yeah, I was a huge fan of Tommy growing up as a you know as a fan of the Power Rangers. Became an even bigger fan of Jason David Frank as I grew older, um, and just a very very tragic situation there that happened and very very sad.
1: Yeah, normally I'm not very like upset or sad when uh, celebrities die just because i don't have any real connection to most of them like sure that they were in stuff that i watched but it's uh it's very rare for me to actually like care and feel upset about uh, a celebrity death and uh jason david frank hit hard and i
0: think it was not just the fact that he passed but how um the fact that he committed suicide and we're gonna take five seconds here um you know if you and i posted this on my facebook page if you saw JDF on social media. I mean, he was launching the legend of the white dragon movie, which is in post-production right now, um, yeah. it will be released in, uh, in March. I believe they said, um, he, I mean, they were they were working on a power Rangers reunion show for Netflix. They were, I mean, he is, he's had his hand in the power Rangers universe forever. Um, You know, I mean, he was making appearances as Tommy in all his different ranger forms. Uh, they, they, like he was so well vested. They actually created a specific, like they called it the master morpher where he could morph into any of his former Mm -hmm. like power ranger costumes and, you know, utilize their power and stuff like that. And like, you know, it, it was so interesting. He was also a very accomplished martial artist, Uh, he fought mixed martial arts and the, the saddest part about it was, uh, if you, uh, there was something released and I don't know how true it is. Uh, so I don't want to start rumor, but there was rumor that a, it happened in a hotel room, B him and his wife were estranged and going through some, a rough patch and that a, um, a fight between the two of them that calmed down and then re sparked later in the night, potentially led to what happened there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it we're talking about a dude who had a tattoo on his arm, and uh, not, not that I'm either one of us is overly religious, but um, it said Jesus didn't tap.
1: I didn't know that.
0: yeah. so I mean, and so now you talk about a dude who was living as from what you could see publicly at his dream, what he wanted, and how he wanted. I mean, getting the legend of the white dragon movie off the ground was one of his biggest accomplishments like his whole goal was to launch an adult themed power rangers esque universe with that movie
1: i would 100 percent watch it
0: i have every intention to
1: every every single bit of like adult-ish power rangers content that comes out i'm watching it i mean so
0: much so there was actually and i don't remember if he was actually in it but there was like an adult power ranger like It's like a 15 minute short.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was, that was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. And it was basically like how I, like it was stemming off the original team and then like them being adults and like losing
1: the war against Jason went like bad and turned and started killing off all the other power Rangers and stuff like that. Uh, it was Jason or Adam. One of the, it was one of the two original, uh, red Rangers. uh, Jason was Jason. Was it Jason? Uh, Mm.
0: -hmm. Um, yeah anyway like for a dude who has that tattooed on his body to make the choice that he made should speak volumes of where his head was at when it happened and it's very sad it's tragic it's like i sick to my stomach thinking about it um so that being said in honor of jason david frank and the power rangers we are talking (coughs) about Cool, fun, and weird facts from shows, and I have one that actually stems into a movie. Just because I had to, um, from our childhood, that you may not have known. And uh, I'm going to kick that off with, it, even though this is an extension of our childhood. In the new, um, in the newer version of the comic book for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, there is actually they actually have tied all the universes together there's a universe where uh, Tommy never turns good. Never, never turns good. Tommy Oliver never becomes a good guy. Uh, He doesn't win right off the bat, but he doesn't lose either. Hmm. And uh, he ends up basically, uh, he turns on Rita, defeats Rita and becomes the big bad. And it goes as far as like, as he kills other versions of himself, he takes the their powers and it like, so he comes to like the earth where Tommy loses, becomes the white Ranger, uh, defeats him, takes the white Ranger power from him, uh, and just grows his connection to the morphing grid and is known as Lord Dracon. And his, yes,
1: his costume. I actually is, have a couple of those comics.
0: Yeah. His costume is badass. Um, He finds, like, a deranged version of Kimberly, the original Pink Ranger, in, like, one of the multiverses. She's known as the Ranger Slayer. Uh, She has her own Megazord basically made up of um, defeated and scrapped Zords from different universes. It's a really cool thing. Uh, So you may not have known that. Now, I'm going to stay on the Power Rangers for a minute. But I'm going to let you dive into one of yours first.
1: Well, if you want to give a couple of Power Rangers ones, I got one specific uh, topic that might hit hit might hit for you a little bit. Uh, but I got a couple for one other specific uh, like TV show. Um, so if you want to continue with some Power Rangers, go ahead.
0: All right. So uh, halfway through season two, uh, three new rangers were introduced. So they replaced the Red Ranger, the Yellow Ranger and the black ranger so jason trini and zach got replaced by adam aisha and i don't remember the other one's name um but i'm impressed that i was five or six and what they did is they basically wrote into the into the show that those three that jason trini and zach were being sent to switzerland for some like like you know summer long like peace gala or something uh and really what it was is they left the show because of disputes over money so <laughs> much. So they made so little doing this because their original contracts, like this was never expected to take off the way it did. Right. Their original contracts were so poor that when Austin St. John, who played Jason, the red Ranger left the show within the year he was living out of his Jeep. Jesus. Yeah. Because after he left the show, he would make appearances as uh, the original red ranger. And eventually because the, there was a red ranger on TV that lost its luster. And he started like, he stopped making money. Right. Almost all of them over time did leave over money. Billy, the blue ranger left for a different reason, which we're not going to talk about because yeah, right. Like really it's kind of shitty. Um, fun fact the footage of the rangers in their suits from almost every season is actually reused footage from the Japanese version which is called super Sentai.
1: Yeah. Which wow. is really weird because uh, you can, you can tell that's not women in the yellow and the pink Ranger outfits. So the pink Ranger,
0: the original pink Ranger was a female in the pink outfit. That's why it's, that's why there's a skirt. The, the yellow, the yellow Ranger was a guy. Oh, okay. Um, but he, they basically picked the yellow, like the yellow Ranger to be, it was the most passable between Trini's build and the, uh, Japanese actor who wore the yellow Ranger suit. Right. So, and most young kids aren't paying that close attention to that stuff. No. Um, and there was actually a point in the second, in the second season, which if you remember every season, they basically kind of changed zords and stuff like that. And, um, in the first season, they actually used all of the footage from the Super Sentai version that had those suits in it. Mm-hmm. And when they introduced, so Tommy Oliver was never meant to be a recurring character. He was meant to be defeated and written off the show, but he was so popular that like, it was basically supposed to be like, oh, his power ran out at the end. He's done. And then they brought him back because they liked him as the White Ranger. Um, his suit, the white ranger suit was from the second season of super sentai. They didn't bring in any of the other second season suits because they thought the suits were so iconic that they would lose following. So when they were, they ended up having to like basically do patchwork and different cuts and clips of re re reused footage. Shots of Tommy in his white in a white ranger suit, who was a very accomplished martial arts, even a martial artist, even at a young age, uh fighting people in costumes that they had to find ways to create on a budget. And then anytime that they had him interacting with other rangers, it was basically green-screened. No shit. And then they would just do different, like they would add him into different um like shots in the cockpits and stuff with the zords and whatnot with all of that.
1: I didn't know that. Like I knew all that stuff was like reuse footage, but I didn't realize that it was that in depth.
0: So after I believe starting with, uh, Zio was the first one that they really kind of, um, like changed up the, the, like the look to the costumes. Basically they said it like they, they basically planned it out where the super sentai would come out and the following season they would you reuse their their combat footage. Right. Film like the the the, the non suit parts. Sure. And uh the original cast, they all wanted to have some type of martial art or like gymnastic background so they could film them fighting, not wearing the suits.
1: I mean that makes sense.
0: So there you go. Those are those are my fun Power Ranger facts for you.
1: So my first ones, uh, th- this this might hit a little home because you love this show, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, I do. This Have was, I, this, was
0: nope. this was what got me into martial arts in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I let me. I'm going to look this up just so I'm I'm you know, accurate with what I'm saying. So go ahead.
1: So one of the cool things is that when the comic book originally started, um, they didn't necessarily have to differentiate between, or at least they didn't differentiate between the four different turtles. Um, they all in the comics originally, cause they were really in black and white. So there really was no color anyways. Uh, they all originally wore red headbands very true uh and it really wasn't until they made it into a cartoon version for tv that they decided to give them their iconic uh individual colors so you could actually tell them apart
0: yeah and that may have been one of the best things they
1: ever did oh 100% 100% the best thing they ever did because great four turtles all wearing the same exact thing like how the hell am i supposed to tell them apart (laughs)
0: Uh, they they still do some of the uh some of the comics in black and white yeah
1: Yeah, it's really interesting
0: it if you were to see some of the original comics and what they turned the cart like the actual 90s cartoon into It was like the comics were a lot darker. Oh, very, very much so. Like it was like the original. It it was basically like what Batman was to what Adam West put on TV.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Got anything else for the uh, the Ninja Turtles there, bud? Yeah, I got two more. Okay. Originally in the comic books, you know, everybody knows April O'Neil as how we know her: pale skin, red hair, big boobies big boobies, tight yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. Uh, what most people might not realize is that's not actually the original April O'Neil. That is what they changed her to when they made the, uh, cartoon show. Originally, April O'Neil was an African American girl. Really? Yes. In the original comic book run, April O'Neil was an African American girl.
0: That's really interesting. And, uh, also i feel like somebody made the poor choice of saying oh o'neill redhead right let's do uh let's do a manhattan irish
1: girl right yeah i mean could you honestly could you imagine like a, a gorgeous african-american girl playing april old these days like if they were to make another cartoon uh another Ninja turtle movie people would lose their fucking minds and be pissed about it but it's like no like this is actually the way it was written originally so don't uh don't be don't be too pissed off about it
0: uh yeah and they for, listen they, they continue to pump out turtles mm-hmm. movies right uh, but I mean, I think, I guess they got close ish by casting Megan Fox as
1: April O'Neil in the. Yeah. Like the not a, at movie. least not a redhead. Yeah. Um, um, and then, uh, last thing, uh, do you ever think that, uh, master splinter was actually a f- huge manipulator? Um, I never really crossed my mind. No. So splinters master was killed by shredder. Now Splinter's sole purpose in life is to take down Shredder, so he adopts the four turtles and trains them for their entire mission in life is to take down Shredder. Interesting. It's just an observation of when you think about it, Like he pretty much manipulated those turtles into doing his vengeance work for him. Um, I mean, yes and no,
0: it was, oh, there's a cat clawing my foot. (laughs) Um, so they were, and so I'm confused because I remember there's a lot of different things here. Um, Cause I know in the one movie splinter was uh, the pet rat yes. and he learned martial arts by watching his master. Yep. I want to say, and I'm going to, I'm going to look into this. I'm not going to dive down this like on the show right now, but because there is,
1: there's a couple different versions of how splinter became how right? and who and what he is.
0: There's one where he like, cause his, his real name is hamato yoshi
1: that was his master
0: um again his real name is hamato yoshi compare uh con- per the tmnt wiki hmm. so i think the original source material was he was a, per- a human and got turned into a rat interesting uh and because yeah shredder's a saki but and that is a really weird picture or of him i don't know what that's from but i don't like it it's too weird <laughs> um, i have a couple tmnt facts for you one the foot clan is a parody of the hand which is a group of ninjas from marvel comics
1: which i think is funny <laughs> i never put that, i never thought of that
0: oh yeah they uh they basically started they just decided to talk shit about marvel because i believe one of the creators of the, the ninja turtles worked for marvel and he created the hand And then when he was let go that he was one of the first guys to realize that, like, they don't have, like, they
1: don't have um, control over there. Right. Yeah. That's the one shitty thing about Marvel is the guys who created these fucking characters. Aside from, I think, Stan Lee, just because Stan Lee is Stan Lee. uh, None of the other writers actually had creative control over the characters they fucking created. Well, once they, once they made them for Marvel, they were Marvel's property, not their property. And DC was actually worse.
0: Yeah. That's actually, um, so Deadpool exists as a parody of, um, Deathstroke. Yes. Yeah. Like they, that's why they, their costumes even look similar. Like the guy Mm -hmm. who created Deathstroke was fired by DC and like right after creating Deathstroke and then he got hired by Marvel and created his own character to basically mock him. Right, but uh and oddly enough Deadpool's way more popular. But uh other fun facts, the actor who played Raphael in the movies, the like the actual action movies where the dudes in the Right. Room, he's claustrophobic. Oh shit. So they would be done filming and he would eat like they'd be like cut and the that he would like throw his helmet, like his head off it, like the turtle head off and have to go sit down and catch his breath. But he was also the only actor that voiced his character. Like he's the only one who was in the suit and was the voice.
1: Really? Yes. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah. That was, uh, Josh pay Josh pies pays P A I S. I don't know. I'm terrible at pronunciation. Uh, and, The suits that they wore in that movie were created by Jim Henson and his Muppet studio.
1: That tracks. Yeah. Uh,
0: the people who made the toys originally were playmates toys. I believe they ended up getting bought out by Mattel, but okay. Uh, both of them, both Jim Henson and playmates were so upset with the dark tone and violent nature of the first movie that Jim Henson threatened to not make more costumes for like movies going forward, and they were like, We don't care, we have the four, the five that we're the four that we need because Master Splinter's a puppet, right? And Playmate, like, they looked at Playmate's toys and they're like, You're ridiculous, like, these things would sell like hotcakes. And when they sent out the second movie, Secret of the U's, and it was a little bit more lighthearted and like goofy, like, the power or like, the Turtles were quote, mm-hmm. quote, meant to be from what people thought uh, playmates got on board and started
1: selling. Listen, the best part of uh, Ninja Turtles 2 is the beginning with vanilla ice singing the ninja rap. That's at the end, but okay.
0: Is it at the end? Yeah, that's when they're about, they're, they're fighting Toka and Razor.
1: Oh, I guess well, it has been a long time since I've seen it, but that's the best part of the movie. The whole movie is pretty good best part though
0: oh yeah without question but the whole movie's good the third one's meh i don't know if i ever saw the third one uh they travel back in time to feudal japan oh yeah i did see that one weird that one was actually so bad like when they released them um leonardo was on the cover of the first one donatello's on the cover of the second one Mikey's on the cover of the third one There was supposed to be a fourth one that Raphael was on the cover of so there would be a four a four movie set off yeah of their own and The third one was so bad. They didn't make the fourth one. (laughs)
1: I'll be honest. I didn't necessarily care for the, uh, the newer Ninja Turtles movies that they made either. They were okay. Uh, They they weren't bad, but I was just like, "Mm, they're not as like campy and cheesy as I wanted them to be.
0: But also being overly campy and cheesy, they brought in elements from the more modern comics. Right. Like with Donatello, with how gadgety he was and Mm -hmm. not, and not being as like, I mean, the originals, they had their weapons and that was that, but like, right. You know, they, they, they were definitely more quirky. We'll say not, not campy, but, uh, right. The other, the other fun part of that, um, there's actually a new project going on in the turtles world called the last Ronin where, um, splinters dead. Leo's dead. Donatello's dead. And Raphael is dead. And Michelangelo is the last one alive. He uses all four of their weapons.
1: It's and, a comic book
0: series. Yes, and is actually there. There's a push to try to get that made to a movie.
1: Yeah, um, I've read a couple of them uh, just because the uh, the owner. I'm friends with the owner of the comic book store next door, and he gives me books all the time. And uh, he think he gave me either. He gave me one or I bought a last Ronin book, and uh, I don't know which one it was. but It was really good. Yeah, they're they're on the level of dark as like,
0: Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Yeah. All right. What what else you got? What other fun facts from our childhood and TV shows do you got for
1: for me? Um, we all watched Rocco's Modern Life, right? Sure did. Did you ever realize and put two and two together that Rocco was a phone sex operator? Um
0: that was one of those things that i think i noticed but it didn't click if that makes sense right cuz there there's an entire there's a scene where he's like i want you i need you oh baby oh baby and like yeah not, like you know what he's saying like even at that age but it, it yeah. doesn't click that
1: that's his job right like there's a sign like a poster behind him at his desk that says like i don't know exactly but it's something along the lines of like be naughty, be Expressive, be dirty, and it's just like, oh shit! Like he's a fucking phone sex operator. Yeah, that was
0: uh there was a lot of adult themes in Rocco's Modern Life. Like most children shows, there's a lot of adult themes. Yeah, but that one was that one was different because like it wasn't like beat you over the head with it like Ren and Stimpy. No, it was really subtle, like just
1: like background stuff.
0: Well, like there there's an entire episode where he like it based on like Western consumerism where like he gets a credit card and just maxes it out and basically like one of the last things he buys is this like the suckomatic 3000 or whatever and it's a vacuum cleaner that comes to life and basically eats at the house and like it happens to everybody on the block and they all end up living inside their vacuum cleaners
1: yeah yeah
0: uh so we talked about the teenage mutant ninja turtles and we talked about them up, like them being from jim henson's workshop essentially and we all know Jim Henson is famous for what the Muppets the Muppets did you know that and Labyrinth but who's counting did you know that the Muppets most Muppets are left-handed no so most Muppets if you watch are left-handed and the reason for that is because most puppeteers and Muppeteers are right-handed so they use their dominant hand to to move the mouth mouth, which means the hand that is on the stick for the muppets is they operate with their left hand so most muppets do things
1: left handed see that doesn't make any sense to me because like if i'm gonna muppet something i'm using my left hand i'm righty i'm using my left hand just because like i grew up playing sports like baseball like you have your catching glove on your offhand So, like, I'm used to, like, that motion of. See,
0: I I go the other way. Like, if I'm going to control the mouth and that's the one I need to have the most dexterity to, like, to make it look like I'm talking. That's going to look a lot better than doing it with my left hand. Maybe. That's just where my brain goes. Like, it it made one. I
1: don't know. I mean, it would have to be one of those things. Like, you would have to give me, like, a Muppet and, like, I would have to just not think about, like, put this on and Muppet. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a fun one for you, bud. Interesting. I, I didn't know that and like as soon as I read it I was like no that makes total sense like you want to control right and have the dexterity so you're just moving a stick with the other hand but that makes the muppet left-handed.
1: Uh so stemming off the muppets let's go into uh Sesame Street there, huh? Okay. This one's a little bit dark. Ooh. Uh, the original actor and puppeteer of Elmo actually resigned after allegations of like sexual misconduct and shit like that. That wasn't that long ago. No, that was within the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's. Oh, that's awesome.
1: They, I don't think they ever really specified what the allegations were, but there was allegations of some kind of misconduct and uh good enough that he resigned uh that's disgusting which makes you really wonder what the fuck is this guy doing if he's puppeting elmo i mean i that's not a question i feel like we need to ask on the show i don't want the answer nope
0: uh so we're gonna go from muppets and puppets to cartoon back to cartoons real quick um did you know that the flintstones had a daughter yeah did you know that they weren't supposed to no uh pebbles was originally going to be a boy until a toy company said that a girl would make more sense because they could sell pebbles dolls and according to flintstones creator joseph barbera the dolls made around $3 million in the first two months that they were released.
1: No shit. Talk about consumerism. Like they like, I couldn't, I couldn't picture the Flintstones with the sun. Right. It's always, it's always been pebbles,
0: right? It, it probably would have been Bam Bam.
1: Probably. Which so so they probably, they probably just reused Bam Bam and put them uh, with Barney.
0: Right. But yeah, pebbles, pebbles was originally supposed to be a boy. And somebody said, we can make more money by marketing a girl doll two girls and they were right
1: i mean it, it totally makes sense yeah i mean marketing is a hell of a hell of a tool like
0: there's a reason it's one of the hottest uh hottest and most widely contested jobs in the market right now
1: right uh speaking of the flintstones and this is a product of the uh, the times in which they were created but originally in the 60s uh, they were selling cigarettes in the show. <laughs> of course they were. Yeah. Specifically Winston cigarettes, because Winston was a major sponsor of the show or the company that was making the show. Um, So they wrote in that the Flintstones were like selling cigarettes and stuff. And there's multiple scenes of, you know, Fred and Barney, you know, smoking cigarettes and stuff like that. And yeah, that'll throw you for a loop.
0: I remember thinking, like, I remember seeing episodes where they smoke, but I don't remember seeing episodes where they were selling them. But I do remember seeing, like, I mean, I remember episodes of Looney Tunes where they smoked, but. Right. uh, What is one of the most famous and longest running animated shows on TV? So much so that they have actually predicted the future on multiple occasions.
1: Oh, the Simpsons, of
0: course. Of course. And who is the patriarch of the Simpsons family?
1: That would be Homer.
0: And Homer has a catchphrase, doesn't he? Dough. Did you know that Homer's doe, doe which is in the which is in the dictionary, by the way, is written into scripts as, and I quote, annoyed grunt. It doesn't ever say D apostrophe O H. It just says annoyed grunt.
1: Really? Yep.
0: <laughs> and the voice actor, the voice actor who saw that like created dope. Oh.
1: That's fantastic. I love that. So too. I mean, can we just talk about like how many things that the Simpsons have predicted correctly just in recent memory right now? Uh, they Trump Trump. the trump presidency they specifically down to him riding the escalator down
0: uh they've predicted super bowls covid uh like we could do an entire show on weird things that the simpsons predicted i
1: think we need to we need to do that we Uh, need to like gather the info and do a show on that all right so let's move on okay Uh, um yeah i think you're up yeah um This is gonna. This is this is a good one. Um, the show, The Rugrats. Okay. While we were watching that show, we thought their parents were like old. Yeah, like in their fifties. Yeah, no, their parents were all. All the parents in the Rugrats were in their thirties. Like they were our age,
0: like young thirties.
1: Because think about, yeah,
0: that, those are infants. Like yeah, The oldest one in the show is Angelica, who's what? Seven, two, three.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, four or five, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: But uh, she's the oldest one in the show. And those parents look... And it, It's funny, because me and Cat talk about this all the time, about how, like, we don't think that people our age look as old as people our age currently used to look.
1: No. I mean, Jesus Christ, if you look at pictures of, like, your grandpa... From like when he was like 18 years old, your grandpa at 18 years old looked like a 40-year-old dude.
0: I mean, I I just remember like people in their 30s when I was in my teens, and like they look like people I look at now and that are in their fifties, and I'm like, You like that's what 30 year olds look like. And I don't think that's just perspective.
1: No. I mean no, who, who, but it, it also goes the other way because now like I have a bunch of clients like their kids and like a lot of these kids are 15, 16 years old and they could almost pass as a 10 year old. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's something to do with like, you know, hormones and genetic modifications of food and all kinds of other weird shit. But like, there's something going on. All I know
0: is it's probably got something to do with the same stuff that they put in the water that makes the freaking frogs gay. All right. (laughs)
1: i wish i had a fucking hot button for that (laughs) they make the freaking frogs gay
0: (laughs) that's one of the funniest things i've ever seen
1: turn the freaking frogs gay (laughs) oh god that guy is such a fucking idiot but every once in a while there's just a gem of a fucking snippet of something he says that's just like so ridiculous it's hilarious oh
0: and of course it gets remixed
1: oh 100 percent
0: all right, uh, so my next one, we're going to go, I'm going to go into a little realm of sketch comedy shows. Did you know, first off, Saturday Night Live sucks.
1: It's I fucking hate Saturday Night Live.
0: It's so bad, and it's so bad because they've leached on to just political humor and will not let it go to the point that it's almost all they do. The only funny part of Saturday Night Live is and will forever be the weekend update portions. Yeah. Which are usually pretty funny because, and those two dudes that do it back and forth are, they play off each other very well. Did you know that Jim Carrey auditioned several times for Saturday Night Live and was never hired as part of the regular cast?
1: What a fucking travesty. Swing and a miss, right? like they fucked up yeah, but now you're telling me you got people like fucking Keenan Thompson on there fucking full time like Jim Carrey to this day would still fucking run laps around Keenan Thompson
0: uh fun fact Jim Carrey's most recent run on is on Saturday Night Live has been playing Joe Biden and yes crash and burn apparently I it was during doing research for this um know i wanted to verify that fact i'm like that doesn't sound right i could have swore he was on there he was not but uh yeah that was one of the things like why why jim carrey stint as joe biden has crashed and burned on saturday night live and i was like "Mm, i need to read that but there's there's a lot of reasons we can get into that but we're not doing it because we don't talk that stuff on the show
1: um man what a travesty i mean the lineup back in the like saturday night live used to be fucking fantastic
0: could you imagine a lineup that had farley belushi um sandler sandler ackroyd and then like you add in jim carrey yeah
1: jesus what a missed opportunity
0: and like and my brain still tells me that he was on there
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure he made guest appearances and stuff, but like he was never a full-time member. Right. Oh, how funny was Chris Farley? Uh, Chris Farley was great.
0: Uh, another another one gone too soon. R.I.P. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you got? What's your next one? Uh, my next one is uh that uh Spongebob Bikini Bottom is uh, this is this is more of like a fan theory, but it like completely makes sense uh, that Bikini Bottom is actually the floor of the ocean underneath Bikini Atoll where the U.S. did nuclear weapons testing in the Pacific Ocean, which is why all these characters are like sentient, like sentient sponges and like fish and stuff like that. They're all like radically mutated by radiation. Right.
0: Um, The other, uh, there's another fun fan theory from that, that I, I, I love. And it's the fact that, okay, so Mr. Krabs owns the, the Krusty Krab, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a daughter Mm -hmm. named pearl yep who's a whale yep and there's a theory out there that pearl actually isn't his daughter but that he is actually pearl's sugar daddy jesus christ uh, this is one of the points where I like I wish sometimes I wish we did the video side of this because the look on your face was just like
1: (laughs) yeah I mean that explains why she's always upset when he's not giving her money Uh and why she's always calling him daddy Uh uh-huh
0: and I don't know and maybe somebody can uh, help me out with this but I don't know if he ever outright says he's that's his daughter but just says oh that's me girl that's me little girl
1: type thing right yeah, i don't know weird you want to talk about some good adult humor in there though there was some weird shit that they did uh one episode that sticks out in particular this is really fucking bad uh crabs spongebob and patrick start breaking and entering into women's houses and rummaging through their underwear drawer going on what they refer to as a panty raid <laughs> Why the fuck is a panty raid on children's TV?
0: Because it's things that people did at camps. You went to the other, you you know, you went to the girls camp across the lake and you did a panty raid.
1: Good Lord. Uh, There was another
0: funny one on there that I don't remember. I'm blanking on right now, but.
1: There's also the theory that like the main characters from SpongeBob are all the uh, seven deadly sins. Like Sandy is pride. Uh, Mr. Krabs greed, um, Patrick. sloth, um, yeah, stuff no. like that, which that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but we're not talking about fan theories,
0: no. Um, so I went from Saturday Night Live. You brought up Keenan Thompson. Where did Keenan Thompson get his start?
1: All that. Uh... I mean, technically before that, the Mighty Ducks, Um, but like his first like kind of mainstream like comedy stuff was all that. Yeah.
0: Um, Did you know that Emma Stone auditioned for the cast and they didn't let her in? Really? Yes.
1: Of of what? Mighty Ducks or all that?
0: All that. Really? At 12 years old, she auditioned and they didn't let her in. Didn't think she fit.
1: Again, fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> Listen, man. Uh sometimes it's better. I mean, name name one person from all that that went on to do anything substantial or
1: long term. Amanda
0: Bynes went crazy.
1: Besides Keenan Thompson, I who
0: only came back into the realm of like mattering because of his role now on Saturday Night Live, which is basically right.
1: the same thing. That he was right doing. uh i mean drake bell he was on all that like he had a a decent ish career but we're, there was potential allegations of sexual misconduct with him so we're not going to get into that um
0: yeah Lori Lori beth denberg nothing uh, nothing nothing. Of it, nothing uh let's see here amanda Bynes went crazy yeah i don't even know who katrina johnson is nope uh josh server nope not a clue nick cannon apparently was on there at some point
1: uh the only thing nick cannon can do is like that dude can't pull out of a driveway
0: <laughs> no kidding uh did you know that gabriel inglesias was on all that or was he what?
1: he uh, might have been like an adult on the show he's way too old to have been like one of the main cast members. He was probably like a sporting cast kind of deal.
0: Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Give me a second because I got to know I clicked on the wrong thing. Damn it. I don't need to see this weird picture of him wearing a pancake hat. I know I don't mean a hat made out of pancakes, but that would be awesome.
1: (laughs) What are you part of the new day now? (laughs)
0: I liked pancakes before the new day made it cool. Right. What the hell? Where? I'm not finding it, but it does say he was on there for a while. I don't. Come on. Throw yourself out here. Oh, you know what? He may have been like a producer or something. Mm. Which actually that makes sense. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then Danny Tamborelli, nothing. Jamie Lynn Spears, famous for being Britney Spears' little sister.
1: Yep, that's her only claim to fame. Um. Oh, and getting knocked up at like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. It's like
0: Drake Bell is on there, but he's like well down the list. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah there's really not a whole lot of people whose names stand out Tyra Banks apparently was probably on the, there at some point for something sure yeah like there's really n- nobody from all that made any made it anywhere so maybe it's better if that Emma Stone didn't get cast because she probably would have been typecast into that type of role and then never gone anywhere
1: right Quite honestly, the only thing that I can remember any of those, like, no-name people from is, like, the Good Burger movie, and that's only because Good Burger stemmed off off a skit from all that. Right. Which was a great, great one, but. Yeah, that's probably the best thing they ever did that came out of all that was Good Burger. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, that that and the Keenan and Kel show, that was actually pretty good.
0: Everyday French with Pierre Escargot was pretty funny
1: yes yeah
0: <laughs>
1: all that was a good show
0: i don't care what you say
1: no i loved it well, i loved watching that as a kid i mean nickelodeon used to have some good shit on it when we were kids like that they had that game show figure it out oh god figure where they would it out. dump slime on you double dare double dare legends of the hidden temple guts
0: and then global guts
1: yeah oh the heyday our heyday is gone they honestly like this is what's wrong with kids these days. Is they didn't grow up watching these awesome fucking shows. No, they grew up watching weird things. Are you kidding me? Like I, w- I wasn't really watching cartoons on Saturday morning. I was turning on to find like Legends of the Hidden Temple or Global Guts or something like that. You remember that? Oh, oh, you remember uh, Wild and Crazy Kids? I do. Those
0: were on in the afternoon. Thank you. Uh, and don't you knock Saturday morning cartoons or friendship over.
1: Yo, I loved watching, uh, Johnny quest. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great one. You have any more, uh,
0: fun facts for me?
1: Uh, no, I'm all out. All
0: right. I've got a few here. So, uh, on the show boy meets world. And I'm sure they're, I'm sure any one of these shows can have their own episode of fun facts, but this one I found very interesting, so, one of the what's one of the main locations that the show Boy Meets World takes takes place in, regardless of whether their kids school, correct. So, not only was the show generally based around the kids being in school, but the non adult cast actually had to go to school where they were tutored by the same tutor in a school classroom, not the one we see on TV, but a school classroom near the set, and had to go to school and learn around around filming.
1: I mean, that checks out. I mean, it's not like these kids become actors and then all of a sudden they don't have to go to school at all. Like it's very well known that like child actors still have to do schoolwork and stuff. Right. But this
0: was different because they put, I think, um, so Corey, Sean, Topanga, Eric, and then eventually the younger daughter, the actress that played the younger daughter, Mm -hmm. um, they all, grew up learning together in the same classroom because they were all in the show for so long. Right. That like they basically got their high school equivalency during filming the show. Right. So that was cool. Uh, The show family matters. One of my personal favorites from my childhood. Did you know that Steve Urkel was not supposed to be the main character that he was? He was supposed to be a recurring. Yeah. Character. But he became such a fan favorite of the show, it actually caused issues backstage with other people in the cast and not having as much screen time.
1: Great. Yeah, I didn't know
0: that. And even with all of that, Carl Winslow is the only character to appear in every single episode. Really? So there are, imagine watching an episode of Family Matters without Steve Urkel in it.
1: I can't. Urkel happened. Urkel was the fucking show.
0: But it happened at least once.
1: I love the fact now that he is now a marijuana representative and selling his own stuff. So he goes out dressed as Urkel and he's selling the stuff called Purple Urkel. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, I'm like, that is hilarious. Like, I love it. Like, if I smoked, I would want some of that just for the nostalgia of Urkel.
0: You ever watch Parks and Rec?
1: No. It's yeah, too similar to The Office, and we know how I feel about The Office. Yeah, the
0: whole mockumentary thing is not your cup of tea. Uh, but the character that Chris Pratt plays in the show was never supposed to be a series regular, but the writers ended up liking him so much in the role that he played that they like made the role for him. To continue through the show, which I know that doesn't matter as much to you because frankly, you don't like the show. Uh, Other fun facts I came. I like
1: I like watching clips from like the office or parks and rec of like funny shit that happens. But I just don't like sitting down and watching the actual shows.
0: Right. Uh, Other fun facts I came across. Little Richard recorded the theme song for Magic School Bus. Hmm. Uh Flea, the bassist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, voiced Donnie from the Wild Thornberries.
1: That I did know. Um, oh, Bob Marley's son actually uh did the theme song for uh Arthur.
0: Oh no no shit.
1: Yeah. Oh. Ziggy Marley actually did the theme song for um Arthur. That's why it's got like it's weirdly got this like reggae tone to it. And you're like, why the fuck does, like, the show about Arthur the Aardvark have, like, a reggae tone? Like, well, because it was made by Bob Marley's son. Uh,
0: Billy West, who voiced Stimpy on Ryan and Stimpy, based the voice on Larry from the, from the Three Stooges.
1: Hmm. Now, you want to talk about, like, an iconic actor of our childhood and just, like, voice actor in general. It's Billy West. Uh,
0: speaking of voice actors, Seth McFarlane from Family Guy and American Dad and Butch Hartman from The Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom both got their uh, their voice acting start on Johnny Bravo.
1: Huh. Yeah. Man, Cartoon Network used to have some good stuff too. Johnny Bravo, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast.
0: the creator of Dexter, Genady Tartofsky said that the reason the titular character of, um, from Dexter's laboratory Mm -hmm. had a Russian accent because he considers himself a serious scientist and all well-known scientists had accents.
1: Yeah. There's also a fan theory that it's all made up and like, Dexter is actually like severely autistic. And that's why he has the accent because he doesn't know how to like socially bond and just kind of picks things up, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, you ever watched courage, the cowardly dog. Yes. I know where you're going with this. Where am I going with us? You're going that none of the, none of the monsters were actually monsters. Uh, the show is just, uh, shown from the perspective of a small dog who's afraid of everything actually no
0: did you know so what were his owner's names
1: doris and
0: try muriel and eustace okay the creators of the show picked those names because they were the middle names of chandler bing and ross geller from friends Oh, here you go. Oh, God. Each of the main characters in SpongeBob represents one of the seven deadly sins SpongeBob is lust, Patrick is sloth, Squidward is wrath, Sandy is pride, Krabs is greed, Plankton's envy, and Gary is gluttony. And it was yeah. that's, that's actually confirmed. That's not a fan theory.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, well, this is one of my favorite things. I actually saw it on an interview. There's one episode where. They were trying to fake swear, I guess. Like, you know, instead of saying like fuck, they were supposed to say, like, you know, frack and stuff like that, and like it was gonna all be fine because they weren't actually saying any of the swear words. But apparently none of them could fucking do it, and they all kept swearing. So they just changed the episode of they actually just bleeped it out.
0: Right, with the uh with dolphin noise. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, and this is where we'll cap the show, I think, because uh, let's see if I. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's anything else I want to cover on here. Brady Bunch, West Wing. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about the rest of these. I'm just making sure before I move on. Oh, fun one. Uh, how I met your mother, the kids that like Ted talks to, uh, they filmed all of their scenes during. Season yes. One.
1: Yeah. The kids knew everything the entire time. and they had to sign massive fucking NDAs that basically said, uh, we're going to send the CIA to fucking off you. If you say anything.
0: Yeah. Like family would have lost their everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that episode, that particular episode of uh, Spongebob, I was in a business class in high school and we were charged with writing a commercial for uh, little hugs. So huggy.
1: Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. The huggy drinks. Yeah.
0: And we were in groups of three. So and we could use anything we wanted, We but like we had to film it and have it be watched we had to film it submit it to our teacher and then have it be watched in front of the class and i at the time was a like spongebob was popular and that episode where they swear but it's bleeped out with the dolphin noise yeah was regularly aired at the same time do you remember the dry Eyes commercials with ben stein yeah so this our commercial was me dre- like dressed in a, sh- uh, like a like a like dress pants blazer like dressed like Ben Stein, but obviously young and in high school and going if you've got a dry parched throat little hugs are awesome <laughs> like or something along those lines and uh my the other dude in the group finished swimming a lap in the pool we rolled him a little hug. He popped it, drank it, and was like, wow, little hugs are awesome. And we squeaked an air horn, like a, like a bike horn. Yeah. So it was like, wow, little hugs are awesome. And then it went back to me like, wow. wow. And that was our commercial, right? Proud of it, loved it, thought it was hilarious. My teacher tried to fail me. What? Yes, she said it was inappropriate that like it was meant like part of the um, part of the assignment guidelines, which she was right, was to be aired on everyday cable TV, which means it had to be appropriate for uh, people of all ages. And I looked at her I was like, then why can Nickelodeon leap out swearing on a kid show? But you're telling me this is inappropriate. And she was like, she goes, I don't care about and she like ended up passing us with a, with an A. Because she said, like, she told me she went home, was talking to her husband, and her husband started dying. Like, 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 wait, what did they do? So she showed it to him, and he started dying laughing. And he goes, "She's like, no, this isn't funny." But when she he goes, he's not wrong about that episode of SpongeBob. Like, our kids were watching it the other day, and I was pissing myself laughing. But like, it's on a kids' show. Like, yeah, he didn't say anything wrong. It was in, sh- it was inferred, and it was edited. But like. If they can show it on Nickelodeon, you can't say that it's not suitable for all audiences. Like, right. It's not not like Nick at night. It's not like one of these late night shows. It was like an episode of SpongeBob that aired during the day for kids to watch. Yeah. So yeah, that episode actually saved my, uh, saved me from failing an assignment in high school.
1: Apparently they actually have the audio somewhere. Someone has the audio of all of them, like in their characters, voices, actually doing all the lines without the the bleeping. Oh. I I hope to god it gets fucking leaked someday. Oh I'm sure it will if it hasn't already. It, I don't think it has, but like but. I i that's one of those things I hope for.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Well this was a uh this was a fun topic. I'm glad we uh glad we went down this road.
1: Yeah let's start looking into uh all the shit that the Simpsons predicted though.
0: Yeah we will that will be uh Probably next week's episode then. Uh, That being said, Kama Dibatry, part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, BICBP-radio.com. Find us on Facebook, Kama Dibatry, like, follow, share, subscribe. Uh, Tune into my uh, Instagram for more voting stuff. That's Notorious underscore J-O-Z on Instagram. Like, follow, share, subscribe there. Tell your friends to listen to us. Tune into Common Dibatry every week wherever you listen to podcasts. And that being said, I'm the Nightmare.
1: And I'm Rotten Jack. This has been Common Debauchery.